Good evening, everybody, and Happy New Year. The Cantina MX Football Podcast is back. We are just days away from kickoff of a new campaign. And before we go any further, let's bring Joel in. Joel, how are we doing today? Oh, man, um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, um, Jaime. Um, what, did the, for this. what did the Reyes Magos um, bring you today? forget about me dude <laughs> my Sancho Claus gift and uh no never really did Reyes Magos uh I know about it but my family never celebrated well just moments before I hopped on we we had that rosca and unfortunately mine had a little baby in it so I'm gonna have to be oh, throw a party <laughs> or make tamales or I don't know Maybe I'll just buy pizza and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> My family did do that. Um, they did do the rosca and, and see who got the baby. But um, also, are you supposed to give gifts or something on Reyes Magos? Um, or am I, or am I confused? Candy oh, in a shoe. Reyes Magos? Candy in a shoe. I mean, that's been our tradition in our family is you wake up and there's there's candy inside of one of your shoes. Yeah. Oh, snap. All right. I need, <clears throat> yeah, I need to have a word with my mom. So I was like, <laughs> should be at least a fun-sized Snickers in there, you know? <laughs> but I, I didn't get anything, dude. I didn't, I didn't get that. I think I think growing up, I, I, I think, um, I used to think that in Mex, Reyes Magos was when they did the gifts. Uh, it was just Christmas. But there's like Reyes extra Magos gifts, yeah. Bring the gifts to... To baby Jesus, uh, mm. they bring him the gifts. So, uh, but I don't know, man. As a chivista, we didn't get anything. Get an email. <laughs> well, I got an email saying Chivas TV new prices, but I'm like, oh, I- I'm still hurt from the last time I made <clears throat> that month that they they uh, charged me, us. Told me once they charged us yeah. on a month where there was like one game and. <laughs> And then, and then they got canceled. The season got canceled. <laughs> but, no, but then the 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 games went on on open air, like they were free to watch. Yeah, they did. And then it's like, okay, well, I wouldn't mind paying if you at least added some some extra content, like before the match. Yeah, give me some. Room give me some something extra that I feel. You give know? me some footage of Palafox uh, that I can't see on Instagram. You know, I want to see some <laughs> behind the scenes stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's where they're, I think that's where the Chivas TV has been lagging it. And, um, At least give us access to like the old stuff. You know what I mean? Like maybe I want to see the 1997, you know, Toros Nestle beatdown. I want to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we should be able to go in the archives and. Or footage. Or yeah. Footage from the- from the Campionissimos, if any yeah, exactly. Any old interviews, <clears throat> and and that's that's what disappointed me even more when um that month that you know I get charged and then there's there's basically there was no content there and I'm like I, I didn't even I didn't even go in. How much did it go up by? Do you know? And you know what? I think it probably was lower. Oh, 
It should be low, but I didn't. I, I mean, I just thought I was like, no, not again, dude. You need, <laughs> you need more stuff. You need, you need more stuff there before I could, I could, you know. Um, but yeah, there's there's some stuff going on with, with the goats. Um, I know the trophies has been one of the topics. Well, you know what? Not as big as I thought it would be. There was just noise that one day when he shows up in the FMF site as unregistered. And then it just like, the news died down. Yeah, for those listening, kind of like Joel this morning, the Reyes Magos did not bring Chivas anybody. Uh, No refuerzos as of right now. Some A few players that have returned from loan, like uh, Mayorga from Pumas. And I think Godinez as well. Um, but Trophies Lopez, one of the four players that were, you know, in trouble, disciplined, removed from the team, he still doesn't have a team. He's not registered on our team. So he's, you know, at this point, I think his only choice would be to go to the MLS, right? Yeah, or any other league, you know, but but outside of Mex. Um yeah, man, and that that opens up a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of discussion about the type of player he is. We've never denied his talent. I don't think anyone ever has. You know, it's it's obvious. Uh, you know, he's quality when he when he wants to. <laughs> when he wants to. Cuando le dé la gana. He has. Yeah, man, he has that. He turns it on when he wants to, which is very rare. <clears throat> Yeah, but then uh, I think his rep precedes him, and he has this bad just this reputation where, or I guess teams just feel they don't they don't want to risk it. It's too much of a risk to bring this guy in to see if hopefully he'll work out. And and this is where I wanted to make one of my points because for the past years I've heard from Chihuahuanos or Chihuahuanos how. The coaches have ruined trophies. How, be it Cardoso or, or or Tena or you know whoever that they just weren't playing them right or 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 just not putting them at the right time. Or so, so many, so many, uh, you know, so so many stuff. And and then they will point out to to some of these stats of like trophies passing percentage is like eighty something percent and. He creates this many goal-scoring chances per game. His FIFA rating is 90. All this stuff, you know. <laughs> all this stuff to convince, like, man, you know, this, this dude's hot stuff, and, and we don't know what we, by we, I mean, she doesn't know what to do with him. They're wasting him. <clears throat> and, and, okay, so let's say that's true. Let's say, okay, you guys are right about all of that. But Liga makes this about 20 teams. You're telling me in all those 20 teams, there's no coaches or scouts that are seeing the same thing? It would have been like, you know what? Let's bring this kid over because he's going to kill it. I think the problem with trophies is uh, two things. Number one, <clears throat> his antics off the field. It's it's probably even worse than what we, the public, know. Because everybody knows exactly. that everybody knows that like inside the league, there's like the the shit that you don't hear, the shit that you don't see, the shit that that doesn't you know leak to the yeah. press. So it'll, it'll come out like ten years later when, yeah. when they're retired. 
So whatever whatever reputation that Trophies has as a party animal that we know, it's probably a lot more. Uh, you know, it reminds me of like, um, you know, Benya este Guli, where like, you know, we knew that, you know, he had like a drinking problem, but the people that like saw him on a day-to-day basis, this was, this was worse. This was like alcoholism. Like it was way worse yeah, than what people w- knew about. He, yeah, it started. A new started coming out. He will show up to training just just reeking, reeking of, alcohol. of alcohol. Yeah. Or or that as soon as soon as the training ended, he was already drunk you know, crossing the street, going to the Oxo <laughs> to, to get a six, man. This, this guy like, this guy ends practice with a kawama on each each fucking fist. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to play with. I would like to play with with Guti. Oh, uh, uh, he'd be fun, but, bro. He'd be fun. He's like he's like that guy on Sundays, the pickup games on Sundays, the first one to to crack up open the beer. It's like, yo, we haven't even started playing yet, man. <laughs> I knew I knew a guy like that, man. Uh we used to play us uh, just just at the park and one day um we finished playing the, the pickup game. I don't know what I was doing, I was still there and he 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 left and came back and he calls me over and he's sitting by a tree and he has like a six pack and he's like, Hey, drink a beer with me. And I was like, nah, I don't, I don't, you know, I was like, I don't, not thanks, man. I don't want one. And he's like, why not? And I'm like, I don't like the taste. And he's like, don't worry. After one, they start tasting better. <laughs> that always stayed with me as far as beer. And so back then I was, as a young young dude, didn't really drink. And I think I, I that line got me away. I, I, I had a had a beer with him. Yeah, that so would have been guilty, man. The other the other problem, so not just the fact that he's got a bad reputation off the field. The second problem is this guy is making a million pesos uh, a month, which translates to about 50, 50 grand in, in US dollars. This guy is making a lot of money and um, he would not get a six hundred dollar check. He he. The problem is, it's like all right. Even if we, he was like a freebie, you know, like no transfer fee involved. There's not. I, I don't know too many teams inside of Mexico that can afford his wages. Um, that that need him. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. I I said it before. Like I think he'd fit well at Mazatlan or like you know Atlético San Luis, like one of those teams that are like legit on the bottom. I think he would do well there because there's no pressure. You know what I mean? But they simply just can't afford him. So it's like, where can you go? Yeah, well, it's not just the Ford. It's also they don't want him because it would have gotten to the point where where for Chivas, you don't want your player's value to drop, you know, it's because it's, it's at that point. Mm-hmm. So it... it it would be better to send them to a team, to any team. I mean, to keep them playing, and that if he has a good season, then you can, then sell, you them. can sell them. Yeah, and yeah, you could recoup. You could recoup some money, but if it's to that point where, you know, he can't even find a spot in in Mazatlan, I mean, then you 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 know it's pretty bad. And so, who knows? The rumor is MLS. Of course, Matias Almeida, um, who's taken uh, Fierro, and, and he took Galindo. And, and took, Alanis. Uh, what is it, Alanis? Alanis. So he's taken quite a few 
uh, Chiva players, and and I don't I don't really know if if he you know because he knows him, and uh, so who knows who knows what would happen, and 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 you know think Joe's not a team known for having a lot of paying a lot in wages, like they're not they're not they don't spend that much. I think they I don't think they they will want to you know whatever money they have spend it on a player that's a that's going to be a coin toss. Yeah. Yeah, one of the most frugal uh, teams in the MLS, they are not going to be spending a lot of money on on replacements so or you know, I don't I I think the again this goes back to like lazy journalism. I think like whatever rumor like when when it comes to coaches, if there's a coach that gets fired and and Liga Mekis, Matias is a number one candidate, and, and it's just lazy journalism. <laughs> and then when it's Chivas players that are like out of you know they fall out of favor, oh, link them with San Jose because Matias is there. It's just lazy. I can make up that rumor. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. And there was that rumor of um, Almeida to Cruz Azul. And then, and then Almeida said he, he turned. I'm not sure if he said it, but I saw a report where he said that he he turned down he turned down another offer. And I just I just didn't believe it. I don't think Cruz Azul would just because with all the stuff that's going on at Cruz Azul, you know, the change in management, uh, the accusations, there's just too much going on. And so I, I just don't see that team right now spending. It was going to be about what five million. I think his release clause, right? He had a two million or three million dollar release clause from San Jose, so they'd have to pay that. Plus, give him like a three year contract, yeah. which means if you fire him, you still got to pay him. So, you know, that would be like let's say he's getting paid about one million to one point five. So add it up, you're looking at five to six million. Yeah. So why would Cruz Azul put that much money on the coach? It just doesn't seem. It it just seems like too much of a gamble, uh, especially seeing how he's been at San Jose, where it's like he hasn't really done much. Well, they had and the I'm wooden not, spoon. I'm not trying to dim- uh, wooden spoon <laughs> meaning they were the last place team the the team that is in last place gets a wooden spoon at the end of the season so he took them from from that to you know i don't know what maybe going for the playoffs which is really not that hard yeah you're looking at the league that's divided into conference right east Mm -hmm. and west yeah and then it's like uh, 10 teams each i think and only two teams don't qualify i it's 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 something ridiculous like that um, yeah I mean, really, that's not, and I'm not trying to knock on him. I, I do think he's a good coach, but I don't think he's at a level right now where where you where as a club you'll be like, you know what, fuck it, let's spend this much on the coach because he'll, and then just let him let him do what he can with the team. Uh, I just, it just not this doesn't. I mean, if it was like Bielsa, you know, or or someone with with more known like that, but, uh, and, uh, sorry, yeah, he's he's kind of full of shit. Cause he also said in this interview (laughs) that he talked to Messi and he told Messi that he should go to the MLS. It's like, really, bro. 
Well, you, you know, they probably run into each other. Seiza Airport's not that big, you know, going back into Buenos Aires. Uh, but but Messi has talked about coming to MLS. Uh, he said he would like to play here, you know. So who knows? But, um, yeah, I, 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 I definitely, my prediction, Jaime, had been that Mati would return after two years. Uh, it's been two years. I wasn't counting on uh, San Jose locking him down with that with that release clause. So uh, good for them. Good for them. Uh, let's see how that. He'll have one more year left. So I, I'm 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 pretty convinced that after this year, he's he will be gone. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, think about it. It's like a team that doesn't want to spend money on players, and he did what he could. And he's going to fulfill his contract like a man. That's what he said. So, you know, no excuses. He's like, hey, I did my part. You guys didn't put up your part. So I'll go back to Mexico. Yeah, that's that's where there's some coin. Um, and so let's see. I, I do think uh, it will be fun seeing him back again. Um, so the Reyes, yeah, there's, there's the Reyes Magos... Oh, sorry. The Reyes Magos did bring Cruz Azul a new coach. Juan Reynoso Guzman. And and Jaime, more to my point of if Cruz Azul was really going to spend that much on a coach, would they have gone after Reynoso then? And no disrespect to the, to the former Cruz Azul captain and Peruvian international. Uh, I just, I really thought they're paying him anywhere close to that. Oh, yeah. This guy uh, had just gotten released from Puebla. So. Puebla did really good. I mean. He's moving up in the world. (laughs) No, but but yeah, he did a really good job at Puebla, man. I mean. He got them. I forgot he was there. I, I forgot he was there. He got them. He squeezed into Liga because of the 12th. You know, they opened up four more spots. And then he knocked out Rayados. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, he had a team. And you know what? This, to me, uh, and I know I'm not a Cruz Azulino, but it, it makes sense as far as, like, you're trying to, like, just piece things back together at the club. And so you have a player that knows the team that, uh, I think he was there when they last won it. But, I mean, he was the captain for a long time. So, I mean, he has that, you know, he has that love for the club and he's shown to be capable. So I do think that that's a good, that's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. Uh, let's just hope the Cruz Azul, they back him up, you know, and, and let him build a squad and not just build it for him, you know, as has been the case with previous management. It makes sense logically. Like, hey, we can't fucking win a title. Like, we got to go back and see who was on that team and let's just, let's just hire one of them. Maybe they'll know how to do it. <laughs> well, I, I think part of it, like when you have players like, because you, you know what happens with a lot of these teams that they end up, um, they just end up overflowing with extranjeros and it's not a knocking on extranjeros, but it's like you have such a quick turnaround and I, what was it? What was it, Jaime? The stat: one hundred and three players in ten years. Oh yeah. So I mean, 
how are you going to have players that are going to have love for the shirt, you know, that are going to go and get tough, man, that they're going to just bleed for it. Uh, you don't. They don't care. They might be gone the next season. So they're, it, they're, it's easier for them to be like, ah, oh, fuck it, dude. I'm leaving anyways. Uh, then when you have people there that that are just, they have ties to the institution and, yeah. and they have love for the jersey and, and they're more willing to be like, you know, to go down fighting. And so I think that's, that's, that's why it's important to have canteranos, you know, to have the, the kids that grew up with the club since they were yeah. young and, and, you know, they grew up watching the team. And they need a, they need to bring back Wiki and Melvin Brown and Valencia and they need to start getting those guys in the, oh, yeah. in the front <laughs> office or whatever, her assistant coaches. Oh, in the front office. I thought play, man. No, I was, not players. No, nah, like guys... under 40. It was like a, <laughs> They need a they need a uh, a reunion of the two thousand one Cruzul team. That team was really good. Uh, you know, yeah. Get them get them to 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 do the speech at half at the locker room in halftime. And get these guys fucking fired up. But uh, it, it, as I feel bad for Cruzul fans because you go from having you know, oh Matias is going to be our coach. It's in the bag to. Oh, Hugo Sanchez is going to be our coach. It's in the bag to, well, give you a Reynoso. <laughs> no, but, but if you're a Cruz Azul fan, I think a lot of them have respect for Reynoso. Yeah, but Hugo Sanchez, bro, I mean, Cruz I was getting excited about that. I was like, ooh, Hugo, that'd be kind of fun. See yeah, him. yeah. I know, but but I mean, that would be like if, like, let's say Ramon Ramirez took over Chivas. So, I mean, and he had already been doing good, you know. Uh, yeah, and I think that's that's the edge he had over Hugo. Hugo hasn't coached. I don't know. It's been in like what couple years, and and I think that hurt him a bit. Uh, it's because ESPN makes Real gives Madrid, him make, yeah. ESPN pays him a lot. Yeah, well, we remember when Real Madrid needed to appoint a coach, an emergency coach. Yep, and Hugo's name got thrown around, but he, he hadn't been coaching, and uh, they got. I think it was Santiago Solari. Yeah, there was a time where right. they had a crisis and they they needed a coach, and yeah, Hugo was definitely linked to them. Yeah, they get Salen Salaris at America right now, so uh, he replaced Piojo, and so uh, his, we're gonna be seeing some. I just looked it up. He's his last uh, project was Pachuca in twenty twelve, so it's it's been a long time, man. It's almost been ten years. Yeah, Hugo's Hugo's last project. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's made enemies, man, cuz he has a big mouth. But not just <laughs> I think not just a big mouth, like like cuz I I guess he gets tags as being very egocentric and and a lot of negative stuff, but at the same time he he's dude that hasn't been a pushover, you know? And uh, he knows his shit, man. He he coached he's coached in La Liga and and he his team's too good, man. They, I mean, you know, they don't mm-hmm. get they don't get pumped. They they fight. They 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 fight hard. Um, but I guess he he got comfortable with the uh, with the just being at the round table, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I'm... guess you know, and 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 you could just to finish it off, hi man. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it could get 
tiring all that traveling and, and just staying in hotels it, it you know it, it could wear you down so i could see why he maybe is like i don't really care uh, for me this is more of like a an analogy but i you know my whole career has been in sales and uh for some reason the companies always look at the top salesmen and they always like want them to become a manager but just because you're a top salesman doesn't mean that you'll be good at managing. And I feel like Hugo Sanchez, very good, you know, is our most successful player of all time. You know, amazing goal scorer. But those don't always translate to the, to the you know, teaching and, like, being a manager. I think, like, it, no. it requires – because he's very egotistic. He has a big ego. He thinks he's the shit. And you can't really – you're not going to be a good coach like that, man. You got, you know what I mean? But he, but he did do really good at Puma. He did. Yeah, he got, he got them the campeonato back-to-back. And he, he won a couple trophies. Yeah. And he, to me, he he did well with the Selección. Um, his Copa America – I don't remember. I think it was a third-place finish. Oh, but seven. his Copa America, is, yeah. it's the highest scoring of any that or the Mexican. And that dude, that says a lot. You're going into South America. You're not you're not taking on the the Islas Caicos and the and you know and and Saint Saint Kitts and Nevis or or some of these small Caribbean teams. No no disrespect to you lads. But you know, some of these small teams that are just usually young players or, or semi pro players, uh you're not gonna get any easy matches. So I mean to to have that record, it, it, you know, it's it's pretty impressive. He made. Um, I mean, when he was a coach, I thought we we're gonna win a World Cup. He was that confident, and and that, <laughs> and that's the part of him that I would like. You know that that that's what we need is we need people that are confident. Yeah, not just well, like. And he was a bit. Yeah, go ahead. He was a bit unfortunate because he he played that Gold Cup. They make the final against the U.S. Uh, I think Buffalo missed the sitter, and then you had that one kid, man. He disappeared after that. I can't remember his name. He had like a Brazilian-sounding name for the U.S. He he shoots it from like outside the box, dude. Se cagó. Scores a golazo, dude. And that was like, that's probably highlight reel in his house. <laughs> um, I keep forgetting his name, dude. He'll come back to me. Reina? Um, no. No, no, not Reina, dude. Brazilian sounding way. Oh. Um, I don't know. Tiago or something? Something with a T, I think. I'll ask, I'll ask, uh, I'll ask, I'll ask Google later. But, I, you know, that, that final, man, was a bit unfortunate. It could have gone either way, but I, I think he got, he got punished heavily for that. And I, I think that was just. He got punished for not qualifying the team to the Olympics. That was the flop. And that. But but see, it wasn't really a flop because like like um it was just a disaster the whole thing where even Hugo says how they the the federation wanted him to coach the youth and then um he wasn't gonna be able to call like his star players it was just like a desmadre going in and then you had uh, Guatemala I don't know if you remember they. They throw that game against Canada where the fans are like cheering for them to get the, the, the Guatemalan fans are cheering for, for Canada to score more goals because they know if they run the score 
Um, it will make Mexico. It will make it difficult for Mexico to qualify. Oh. You didn't. You don't remember that. No. Oh, you probably didn't see it, but yeah, man, it, it was like Mexico had lost, and then um, and then Guatemala was like they were losing, but then um, dude, their own fans were just started cheering, cheering against their team, and they ended up losing by like five goals or something. And then Max goes into the last game, and they needed all these goals, and they almost got them. But but dude, the, dude, it was it was embarrassing, man. impressive how they missed, missed so many easy chances, dude. And at that <sighs> point, to me, you can't you can't blame the coach no more, dude. There's only so much you could do, man. <laughs> Santiago Fernandez, bro, the biggest tronco I've had I've ever. <laughs> that guy. That guy missed so many. Barcelona. He was in one of those youth teams. Santiago? Barcelona B. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He, uh, I found the there, goal man. scorer. His name was uh, Benny Felba- Fielhaber. Ah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe not Brazilian, but he, he had like shaggy hair, if I remember correct. Yeah, that dude, man. He fucking disappeared. He is Brazilian, yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that the last name doesn't sound, but I, re- I for some reason I, I I remember the Brazilian thing. Um, shit, man, that was a long time ago. But but I remember like around that time, and and like U.S. fans were saying he was like, you know, he was like the 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 next Pulisic, but <laughs> no pasó nada, dude. That was just his one, his his one time thing. So America uh, have announced Santiago, um, Santiago, uh, or what's his name again? I forgot. Solari. Solari, or Santiaguito, because I think uh, name after his dad. No wait, am I? Okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, he has replaced uh, Piojo as the new coach of America, and uh, I know they're ecstatic about it just because of the. He has Real Madrid on his resume, so that's pretty impressive. And he did play in Mexico for Atlante, so uh, it was a big win, no? For Liga MX? Yeah. But what do you mean win? Uh, um, you know, being able, be, being able to, to attract a, a coach that coach no, Real Madrid. But, but that's, no, but that's, that's happened before Leo Benhacker. I know. Leo Benhacker had coach of El Madrid. He came and he coached Chivas, Chivas and America. So I mean, we've seen it. I mean, you know, we we've seen big name coaches before, and Leo more extensive career coaching career than than Santiago. Um, so no, nah, I'm not. You're not impressed. Hi, man. No, I'm I'm very pro Mexi man when it comes to coaches. I want I want more, dude. I want I want out of like what is it, twenty teams right now? I want at least fifteen Mexican coaches. Well that's not gonna and happen. <laughs> no, I know it's not, unfortunately. But I, I think I think as fans, um Between of, between don't, seniority don't give much credit. Yeah, I think like they value seniority too much in, in Mexico, meaning like the same coaches get the gigs, you know, the the coaches that have been there for a long time, like, you know, Tomas Boy, you have, like, all these coaches that just, they, they just keep you know, musical chairs. So you combine that with, you know, a lot of foreigners, 
a lot of foreigner coaches, and there's just not much opportunity for 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 new ones to to you know. Yeah, you get very little, man. You get sometimes like what you get about a month. Like you, like I think games. about uh, Jimmy Lozano, Este Palencia, maybe Gonzalo Pineda. Like I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking well, about he, like he didn't want to come. So yeah, I'm just thinking about like young, young, you know, Rafa coaches. Puente, yeah, Rafa Puente Jr. Yeah, there's a lot, and and it's you know you had a Travieso Guzman. Uh, there's so many. Um, but Chava yeah, son, right? Hmm? Chava, yeah, yeah, his son, yeah. Uh, and then there was a Tibu, Tiburon uh, Sanchez, who who was coaching in second, and I don't think he's been able to make that jump to first. Ramon Morales, too, right? Yes. He hasn't been able to. Who? Ramon Morales. I know he was coaching a little bit, but he hasn't been able his to. Brother, his, his brother is at Morelia. Oh, that's right. Wait, no, no, Toluca, Toluca, Toluca. Remember, yeah. his brother took over at Toluca. So, I mean, it's 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 tough, man. It, it's really tough. And it's just the way the, the Mexican league is with the short season and yeah, and the, the influence of the promoters and all that. It's it's just a mess. But I think um, I, I've seen some very talented coaches, man, and it's it's sad that you know as fans we don't we don't value them, you know, like we don't value what what they've done, you know, the achievements that they've because because you look at um, you know, every time there's going to be a coach for the selection. And there's all this like, you see all these fans hoping they bring ex, ex foreigner, you know? Oh, if they bring Bielsa, they bring Mourinho, whoever, you know? Guardiola. Yeah, they, they're always bringing names. But if you look at, if you look at Mexico's like, you know, like like the national teams when they've won, like like you know their biggest achievements, and it's been with Mexican coaches. The Olympic gold medal was Tena. Uh, the Confederations Cup was uh, La, La Puente, uh, who won the under-15 youth. Uh, it's been all Mexican coaches that won the wait, not under-15, under-17. 17. That won the, it's been Mexican coaches. I mean, and so, but... And more importantly, reason, man, more importantly, the World Cup winners, most of the coaches are from that country as well. Like like the the manager that won the World Cup, there. Oh, they have won the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the record still, and it's it was. Uh, like you rarely see a foreign a, coach win a World Cup with you know a different country. They keep it. Yeah, I, I think I think it holds. I think it still holds. I'm not sure, but I think if there's maybe one, and I might be wrong, but I think every every team. That has won the World Cup. The coach has been from the from that country, so I mean that says a lot too, man. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, man. Got that Mexicans? We just <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't explain it. I don't know. We just have this idea that maybe we're not good enough, and we need, you know, we always look at like like Argentina. We look at Brazil. We always desire that level of success so we think and, and you know you, you say argentina and i think argentina i think just argentina or brazil are the only countries i think there might be some other like small ones from like eastern europe but i think they're the only ones that never had a foreign coach 
uh, England England had they broke it with Sven Goran. That and, was their first and, and I think uh, only Capello also Capello. Oh shit, I forgot about him. And then I think Germany's been all German, you know? Yeah, that's and really German's interesting. Like one of the most successful break up there with Brazil. Yeah. Italy, Italy. Wait, I don't know, but no, Italy, because I don't know, they had Elenio, and and it's even there, like, because I think they had, uh, I don't know if Elenio Herrera, cause, but he was Argentine, but then they're sort of like also Italian, so yeah, it's, it's they have the confusing. They have the Italian <laughs> connection, Argentina yeah, and Italy. Yeah, they, yeah so, but, but um, yeah, man. I, and but I think I think Mexico had talented coaches, man. I've seen it, man. I I, I mean, we've all seen it. We we we. I mean, and and speaking of talented, Aguirre is back. Yeah, he is back. He's back in Rayados, making a lot of money. I think he's going to be the highest paid coach <laughs> in the league. No, he is. Yeah, hopefully he, he can get some hair plants with that money. <laughs> I don't think he cares, man. I don't think he cares. It's just something it's off about seeing a, a bald Aguirre, man. It's not. It's not the person I know. I knew him for the sweaty armpits in uh, <laughs> the World Cup 2002. You can see like one of the photos where he's like got his arms raised. It's just like fuck. It's just like swamp, bro. Like on his on his arms. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very. I mean, I'm interested to see what how what what he's gonna do. Um, you know, and again, and we talked about this the other time. Um, it's a short season, so you know, I I, I asked the cantineros, don't don't go along with the picante and whatnot with with some of these Mexican where they start yelling fracaso, dude, after like three defeats. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like that's just that's just them making noise, man. That's just clickbait. It's it's football, man. It's it's not as easy, and sometimes it's not as hard. But you know, it 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 could take a it could take a while. So a lot of times, you know, when when you when you come to a, a club and and uh, it's just too many too many variants, too many things going on. So uh, that's what usually I pay attention. Let, let's see, let's see what how he's gonna transform that team. Um, and I'm pretty sure the, the directiva, especially if they're paying him that amount of money, I'm pretty sure they're going to back him up, but I think it's going to take him a while to like get used to the Mexican league again. Not too long. Cause he's, you know, he was there with Pachuca and he won. So, so, um, but, but it might, it might just cause he's been all over the globe. He's a globe trotter. And, uh, We'll get into predictions in a little bit. Uh, Monterrey has a pretty easy first game. Uh, but we also forgot to uh, let everybody know that uh, Tigres won the final against LAFC in the Conca Champions. And this is the 15th This is the fifteenth title in a row by a Mexican club. 15th in a row, man. The gap. That gap doesn't look very close, Jaime. No. <laughs> It's getting worse. It, it looks wide. It looks wider. <laughs> the gap. It's it's a wide, very wide gap. Uh, it's a, the 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 
throwing a weenie in the hallway type of cap. Um, but <laughs> I think, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, man. I, you know, in, in the, in the episode before, uh, the match, I said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Ella takes this team to victory. He had, I mean, he was gone the entire game. He was, he didn't really show up and LAFC did have the lead first, but then Degas showing the experience that they have came back and a one, two punch. And all of a sudden, man, they won. They did, and and you know, uh, for Vela, he's never won a title with with a club. He just has the, I think, a gold cup and the under, under seventeen, seventeen, yeah, with the selection. Um, he could have had Olympics, man. And um, I think so. I mean, that was that was a big L for him. So close, just so close. Um, but I think Tigres, I think Tigres really wanted it. Uh, and I think it's it's they start little by little chopping away at those arguments of Equipo Chico because that was one of them. They can't win international, and, and now they've won one. Uh, and, and they could win more if they want to, you know. If if if, if that's what the directiva aims for, because dude, they have the money. If if they want to bring another another Kenyak, they could bring it. They could bring them. It's they they have that money. And so I'm, I'm, I do think for um, going into the Cubs World Cup, I do think they're gonna, they're gonna uh, spice that team up, man. I, I do think going in there, uh, we're gonna see a, a pretty good Super Tigres or something going in there, man. Uh, I'm not sure who the coach is gonna be. Tuca said he was gonna retire, and I don't, I don't know. I don't think he, he should hang after that title. He should be like fucking him out, but. He's still the coach, maybe man. He wants, maybe he wants to stay for the Club's World Cup. I don't know. I think he wants to stay. I've never seen him celebrate a goal, man. And, like, I saw him celebrate a goal. I'm like, oh, man, this really, you could tell this really means a lot to him. Like, he really, did he, because he really wanted this one. Well, they had lost, what was it, three? Three. Three, pre- three yeah. previous ones. And, and this is what was missing. And for a while, like Tigres didn't really care. They wanted to catch up in the in the, you know, in in the league. Domestic, they, they were yeah. More, yeah, they were more interested in that. But then it got to the point of like, all right, well, if we need to win something because because you know Tigres is not just league. We have to, and we need we need more of the international presence. And I think, uh, you know, every every player Tigres wants to go to a club World Cup, man. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the opportunity of playing against like the best teams in every region. That's, that's something that you want to do. Yes. You know, no, and it's a nice tournament and it's going to be revamped, but I do, I do mark my words. I mean, I do think Tigres is going to, uh, you know, what was it? Semex. I think they're going to drop some cash, man. We'll see. I think they're going to drop some serious cash and we might see one or two big names accompanying Gignac, you know, in in that and 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 I think they're gonna go for like a serious, you know, they they're gonna be serious about going in there and 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 trying to win, trying to win that tournament. Yeah, man. I we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but it was a very uh, satisfying victory for me to 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 view. 
Uh, I, I don't know, man. I just, I just enjoy seeing Bella lose. <laughs> yeah, just, oh man. It's just like, man, this is what you get, bro. You, you know, you betrayed our country and you're over here trying to make it try. You're like trying to like win some silverware for this team, but just not good enough, man. Not good enough. And we'll see if this puts a chip on his shoulder. We'll see how, how they perform this season. But, uh, MLS is until another three months from now. So. He's probably going to be watching oh, basketball. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I think, and I think he might put some pressure of as far as bringing in because from the first season to the second, they didn't really bring anyone, at least that I could think of. That it's like with some type of experience that could help him, you know, because that team a lot of times it's like just seems Bella plus ten. And ultimately, you can't do it all your own. They need to bring He's in some need... defense, man. Their defense is terrible. They let some dude named Chaka Rodriguez, like, dribble past <laughs> all of them, bro. You can't do that. Ch- not Chaka, man. Oh, it was. They deserve to lose just to, just for that, man. That's that goal, the game-winning goal. They allowed Chaka Rodriguez to just just walk, just walk all the way to the 18-yard box, send it to Gignac, and Gignac just passed it into the goal. It was that easy. Man, they, they turned Chaka into a Maradona. They made him look like Messi out there, bro. It was embarrassing. Did, did, did he look like the next Aguero? You imagine you imagine what trophies would do to that league? He would destroy that league. Well, it depends which trophies shows up, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, think, I think he can, man. I mean, if he... I mean, dude, do you remember when, when Gio first came into the league? Mm-hmm. Pretty much every game was a goal or an assist or both. Yeah. And I was like, damn, you know? And then somewhere down the line, dude, after his Denny's commercials and I don't know what else. He just... <laughs> Denny's. Yeah, he just. Yeah. He... Hey, you know what? It's. Did he play with uh, Slaton or no? Yeah, around the time he came. Yeah, I think Slaton came into the picture, and then he know. But I don't. But I think by that point he was already. He had already like gotten injured or something. Uh, I don't know what happened, but they even brought his brother yeah. to help him out. Dude, that's what that's what killed me, man. Just because I've always. I always wanted, a, a, you know, I want to see that happy ending for Gio uh, just because he's given so much to the Selección and it's just, it's just never happened at the club level, man. He, he's just, and then, at, you know. I think he's doing better for America, though. Uh, somewhat, I, you know. I mean, after. I uh, he's, he said we're. Apart from you know losing part of his thigh to Pollo Brisueño, uh, apart from that, everything, <laughs> everything else is big. Butcher dude, that guy butchered him, man. He just yeah. What do they do to like? What do you you put a hamburger helper in there? Like I don't know how you how do you patch that, bro? How do you how do you <laughs> you put some fucking um, some plaster in there? Some uh, some drywall? I don't even know how you how you fix that hole, man, in your thigh. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah, man. That dude. 
fucking pollo, but but um, I will see what happens with Gio, man. But I I, I think right now I think his I, I don't think him. Well, who are we talking about? Bella. Bella. You know, Bella. Yeah, I just I I think I think if he wants to win something, he he needs to put pressure on the directiva, and it's like, hey, man, give me two more, give me two more dudes, man. They could they could do something here with the ball. Uh, maybe they could get trophies, man. You know, a trophies Vela. I think they'd bump heads because they have Rossi, you know. So they do have. He does have some some support there. I think, if anything, he would need a midfielder and he would need a defender because the defense is really really bad there. Um. While we're on the topic of like, MLS. You know, Chicharo, uh, we didn't talk about this, but a lot of oh. a lot of baby mama drama <laughs> going on with Chicharito. Uh, for some reason, uh, at least on social media, I don't really keep up with it, but, you know, they posted, like, Christmas photos, and none of them with them together as a family, all separate photos. And it just seems like the rumors going around is that they've been separated from each other. Uh, it's not looking good. No, it hasn't. And didn't Chicha break down? Like, he was doing an interview, and didn't he break down crying because of like these fans have been attacking him that his youngest son, because he has two kids, is is not his, but it's his life coach, right? <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on, man. Like, you know, the fans on 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 social media have been cracking jokes about him you know, being cucked by his coach and that his girl, his baby girl is not his, that it's, you know, Dreyfus. And then Dreyfus also uploaded like some episode on Spotify about saying, yeah, you know, you should be, you should be free of, or no fear, no fear of uh, us being together. It was some weird episode, like talking about how, like, even though you're married, like you shouldn't be scared about our, us being together or something. It was crazy, man. I'm like, well, there's something going on. And she, she, and, and then, uh, Chicha's, Chicha's wife, she did, uh, she had released a statement on, on Instagram, I believe, where she said, um, you know, it got to her because she's like, hey, man, stop saying that this kid is Chicharos because, uh, you know, I was oh, yeah. already pregnant when I met him or something like that. But I mean, you for her to respond, you know, I think it's gotten to that point where, I mean, someone must have told her. <laughs> you know, I thought she's reading in Spanish. And most, must, and most recently, I mean, that's, that's, most recently, her caption was like, 2020 was complete shit, like the worst year of my life. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, Chicharito has always been known for uh, not being faithful and uh, how funny that like anytime he's been on a hot streak on the field scoring goals it's because he's been scoring off the field man like anytime he was in a relationship that's when he stopped scoring anytime he was <laughs> messing around with the hoes man he was scoring goals left and right you know hooking up with uh <laughs> Diego Luna's baby mama. Ooh, he was on fire when he was hooking up with Cody. 
or what was her name? I forgot her name. But uh, <laughs> he was he he had the the girl that from Spain that he was dating, and she was like in the hospital. And wasn't she like the ex of of like Cristiano? So he met her at when he was at Real Madrid. Yeah. And I think Cristiano was trying to get oh, at yeah, her. Oh yeah, man. And and oh man, still. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for me, as as messed up as this sounds, you know, I I always felt like she was kind of like not the right one, and they got the shotgun wedding because she was pregnant. But I I don't think that that was like like on purpose you know i, I kind of felt like they got married just because it was like it looked bad you know because in our our culture like you're supposed to marry the girl that you have a baby with so i feel like he was kind of you know pressured into that and uh he stopped scoring goals after that so it's like you know what <laughs> let that man be free so he can start scoring goals and get, he'll he'll catch a hot streak right when we need him right for the 2022 world cup man i think he'd be a great asset coming on as a super sub doesn't hurt to have that kind of experience you know there could be some to that that you're mentioning the pressure because uh, just how his family is very tight unit yeah and if he got her pregnant there, there could have been that pressure to like marry marry your wife because you don't want to have like bastard kids you know mm-hmm. and it sounds i know it sounds fucked up but I know that's that's sort of where it's coming from, and and yeah, that that could be a big thing. Maybe he's never really been too much into this girl, you know, because um, I never like it seemed to happen really fast. It did happen really fast. You know? Yeah, like one moment, one moment it's like he's look who's Chicharo's dating, then they're married and a kid, and then another kid. So I mean, I don't know because because. I don't really like keep up with that part of the chicha, but I mean, and and uh, our celebrity sleuth here, uh, our guru on all things chismes, Chikis <laughs> is not here. He's probably playing Fortnite or whatever he's playing. He's probably watching but, um, uh, Chicharro on Call of Duty right now. <laughs> he's probably rage, he's rage probably rage. donating money to him. You know, he feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Chicharro's OnlyFans, <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, it, it seemed. But who knows, man? Well, two kids, so who knows? I mean, I think time will tell. Time, time will tell what happens there, man. But I do think, I do think I agree with a lot of the people saying how Chicharro's um, career seems to be downwards ever since that Dreyfus guy came into the picture. Yeah, he came into that picture when he was me. when he was in London. Uh, you know, he started playing for West Ham. Not a very successful outing. He was the highest paid player, and that caused a lot of locker room turmoil because you know he wasn't producing. And then he goes to Sevilla for six months. His wife starts complaining, and then he ends up taking this deal in L.A. And uh, yeah, I mean, this guy has had a negative effect. I mean, for a life coach, this guy's made his life worse. Yeah, and it surprised me. Like, why would he think he needs he needs a life coach when he had such a great career? You know. Yeah, bro. He played for Man United. He went to Real Madrid. Like, you don't need no life coach. 
Not exactly, he doesn't, but... It just happens, you know, when you get a lot of money, you start to have a lot of groupies, and, uh, you know, they start taking advantage of you, and that's basically how this has played out. Um, it's unfortunate, really, but I hope that he starts closing, or he starts cutting those ties, and maybe starting to realize how toxic that whole circle has been. And hopefully we can, in the future, talk more about his behavior, uh, his actions that he's doing on the field, you know, scoring goals. Because at the end of the day, that's that's where he got to where he is, you know, scoring a lot of goals. And uh, if, you're, if your career is being talked about more about the stuff that you're doing off the field, then you know you're in a bad place and something's got to change. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's hope. Let's let's hope that. Well, things work out for Chicharro, man. I don't. I don't wish him bad. I think at the back of his mind, he knows that he has a lifesaver with Chivas. They'll always be willing to to, to <laughs> welcome. Still him. hopeful. I think he's You're still hopeful. I'm still hopeful. Right? I, I I I think he has everything at the, the Galaxy, man. I think he has to <clears> leave. Uh, and Prissy owes it to them, man. They they put big on him. Yeah, they did. Uh, so he's, he's the highest paid player in the league, I think. A lot of pressure. And speaking about pressure, a lot of pressure for the Super Camotes because they will be opening Guardianes. I don't know if it's going to continue to be called Guardianes, maybe not anymore. But It is. It is, yeah. Okay, Guardianes 2021 I will saw. kick off at home in El Cuauhtémoc. Uh, Puebla versus Chivas at 5.30 p.m. is the first match of the season. I can't wait. How do you Which feel? Is Chivas versus, versus, versus Pumas. I mean, Puebla. Puebla. Yeah. I, I, I feel better now that, uh, that their coach is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think he was one of the top coaches uh one of the best coaches, I should say, not top. One of the best ones, just just because of what he did with his limited resources, right up there with um, uh, what is it, Liliani? What was his name? With the Pumas guy. Um, so I think I think I think it's a big loss for Puebla. Um, um, you know. So I I feel good, man. I, I feel good. We Chivas has, and Busa has been there long enough to, and and then Busa he he you know. He shut up a lot of the doubters, you know, especially with that big, big win over Ame in, in the playoffs, which was big, big, big win for Chivas overall, just what it means in the record books. Um, so I think uh, I, even though there's there's no refuerzos there, I, I still think that squad showed a lot of good, good thing, man. And I hope they, they find some some good some good kids in the in the cantera, which in the past they did, man. When, 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 you know, when you look at some of the greats that came from Chivas that, that from the last, the last championship, um, before the one before Almeida had a lot of canteranos, you know, a lot of yeah. the bravos and all of those. And so there's no reason why they can't be, you know, um, and I know the club's been slowly working at improving the youth, so let's let's see, man. Uh, we've been hearing a lot about like Chevy Martinez, and maybe he can step up. Uh, there's that other kid, uh, Beltran. He, he needs. I know he he disappeared a bit because of the whole COVID, but 
he was before that man he was just a beast I mean to the point that he's getting called to the national team so I hope he's recovered and I think having him back will be a big asset yeah I think some people look at like not getting reversals as a negative thing but I think that I look at it as a positive because now you're not messing with the nucleus of the team. You got rid of the problem, you know, the players that uh, were not committed. And now you can just solely focus on on winning and, and, and just working as a cohesive unit. Also, you know, uh, this is the first time that Vucetich will have like a full season to like, you know, get everything going because, you know, he came into the season already three games in. So this is like a, a complete season for him and for his players and some of the the plus sides of uh of this last season was was seeing some debuts uh Alan Torres was a really young player and uh Vucic decided to use him uh in the in the Liga so I mean this was a kid with like no experience really no appearances and uh he wasted no time you know um debuting him and he looked good on the field he 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 definitely lacked a little bit of experience you could see the you know nervousness from time to time but overall he 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 stepped in and he did a great job and and uh yeah i i feel very very confident with the with the cantera you know with just using in-house players yeah and that's that's yeah i think that that's what the team needs you know uh a return to some of the canteranos uh you know, but not just because cause I know that that hurt the team for a while when it was just promoting for the sake of promoting uh, just because it couldn't bring in players. But I think the squad is deep enough for that when they do promote players is because they're, you know, they're showing to do good things. And, and the second good thing is that you have Tapatio playing in second division and that that's a boost. Oh, that's a exactly. Boost. It's, 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 it's more... It's a more competitive league than than the under twenty, the under seventeen, because it was that hurt the that hurt the youth, uh, just because the quality of play was just it's youth teams, you know, it's like youth teams, um, and and you need to to already be competing against in second division. You're competing against there's a lot of players that were in first division or veteranos or known players and and even coaches and just the overall competition is, is stronger. So yeah, you're, you're, you're more likely to develop than if you're just, if you're stuck playing under 20 for two, three years and, and you've, you've been, you know, you, you should be playing at a higher level. I will say I was thoroughly enjoying the videos that were circulating on Instagram with uh, the new players, the Canteranos going up to the first team and getting their hair cut. <laughs> bro, they were... Antuna and, and uh, I forgot who else was cutting their hair, bro. Was, they were ruthless. They were like... They were like cutting dicks into their f- forehead. Or like... They, they they did like the lining strip. Oh, man. Or, the, or like they, they... Dude, they cut this one guy's head. He looked like a pope. He had like the little like thing on his head. That's all they left was like the little, little yarmulke on his head, bro. It was... It, it used to be just that they would get your hair bald, man. Yeah. But man, penises. Yeah, yeah they were they were shaving <laughs> they were shaving stuff into their head. I'm like, man, this is. Guess that's really creative there, now, man. 
so I'm I'm looking forward to this season. I I think Chivas uh will I think for me what I expect from them is you know you got into Liga uh in the seventh position or whatever. I I think they should strive for the top four automatic qualification. What do you think? I agree. I I do think that's that should be the goal. Top four. Um, it, it's a goal. Uh, I don't think again not reaching it shouldn't be considered fracaso. Obviously, Liguilla is is a must now, especially when they show that they could do it. Uh, so so that should be the goal. Finished regular season goal, I should say. I should say <laughs> before before others get ahead of me. So be like win, winning, winning. Of course, winning, but but uh, baby step. Uh, so the regular season goal should be, you know, to finish top four and, and obviously Liguilla and then in playoffs should be to, you know, to challenge for the, for the campeonato. Um, but most definitely at least get to semifinals uh, again, you know? Yeah. I mean, they almost did it and we, and I'll be honest, we didn't deserve to get to the final. I mean, Leon is. They're a far superior team, more more consistent throughout the season. And in the end, the two most deserved teams ended up playing the final. But at the same time, hey, you know, Chivas were not that far off either. So, you know, now that you had a complete, now you have a complete season to do this, you have basically the same players. Like, now you have more of, uh, more experience. And and, uh, I think that this, this should be a top four finish for Chivas this season. Um, and uh, they should be they should be fighting for semis minimum and maybe get into a final. Who knows? Yeah, no, no, I agree. Um, let's see what happens there. Um, anything's possible, Jaime. Especially, I think with the team, it should be healthy now. Yeah, yeah, they definitely had some time to recover and rest up and I'm fired up for this season kicking off on Friday another game on Friday will be Tijuana versus Pumas Pumas ended up in second place lost the final to Leon um I feel like not much has changed for them either so are they still considered like a a contender for this season what do you think Pumas well yeah Pumas with with and the coach, man, uh, I think unlike Puebla, they kept the coach. And I, I do think, I don't think he had, he, he was just lucky, you know. You know, sometimes you just have that one, that one good season. You think uh, they overachieved? Think he, no, I I think he's a good coach, man. I do think he's a really good coach. And he was able to squeeze as much as he could from that, from that team. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure who they brought in. I know, I know it's still open for foreigners, and that's an advantage Pumas has over teams like Chivas, uh, even though they're broke. <laughs> but let's see. Uh, hopefully, for for the Puma fans out there, they could bring at least two players. And you know, if especially, dude, if they have the same, uh, you know, like like with Dineno, if if that was a product of good scouting. Hey man, give give that dude a raise. Hope he could find the, you know, <laughs> two other good. Go back to like big that. lots and find and, another bargain for us. Unless, dude, unless it was just 
Unless it was just um fucking dumb luck, you know? Could be. Like they just needed something, you just grab whatever. Yeah. And it just ended up ended up being good, man. But um uh, I'm I'm hopeful that that Pumas has been just doing their homework because they seem they seem like they've been doing pretty good for a while now. Uh, you know, the results weren't there, but it seemed like they've been working towards where, where they're at right now. And so, so let's see, let's let's see what they do, man. And because we've we've seen some Liga MX teams bring in players, um, and and I I always name this guy, but um, I always name him and I always forget his name. Uh, it's a Peruvian. He he he's in the Sounders. Oh, it's Ridias, the Ridias, yeah. Yeah, man, dude. There's players like that, man. You just just need to, you know, you just need to look for them, and and you'll find them. Like you're at the Ross. <laughs> you're going through the, <laughs> you're digging through through all those like shitty shirts, and then you're bound to find some. There's like a a really good one in there. Some somehow it it you know just dig for it, man. Uh, so. Yeah, I think I think Pumas will be in Liguilla. I don't know if they'll challenge for the league, but I do see them in Liguilla again. I'm gonna call it how I see it. I honestly thought that they overachieved and for what you know was expected of them. I didn't. They were not the team that I expected to be in a final at the end of the <laughs> season. I think like their luck, you know, they they just this was the best that they were gonna do. I I honestly can't see them repeating what they did last season, even though not much has changed. But this is. This is the the unfortunate truth in Mexico is teams are it's very hard to see consistency in Mexico. So I I I do think that they they'll probably still be a top eight team, but I don't think that they're gonna go all the way to the final again. But I think they'll have a decent season. As far as Tijuana, well, they can't get any worse from last season. They were one of the worst teams in the league. Ended up in fifteenth position with fifteen points. And uh I I don't see much changing to be honest i do think that it's a shame that they have a player marcel reese who i'm a big fan of and i i, I wish chivas would have made a move for him i think he's a great player and uh it's unfortunate that he's playing for for Cholos. i think i really i really thought they would have especially with his former coach at chivas and i thought if someone could convince because yeah. hey, hey, we have to mention he's an americanista oh you know but it's not the first time we've had yeah we had players that grew up being americanistas that became chivas um but but i, I think having Busicic. you know one is he, he might be in america but if america's not calling and Busa is already on that other team hey, you, you know what are you doing staying at Querétaro, man you're not even you know uh you're just not going to be in the limelight so mainly you want to be, you want to have a spotlight on you, yeah. Especially if you're, you know, you're talented like that. Moving on to the third game on Friday, Mazatlan and Necaxa. Again, it's kind of hard to <laughs> to get any worse than last season for Mazatlan. They will actually be, I think, the only team in the league that will be allowing fans in the stadium. Uh, obviously, not at full capacity, but there will be fans. Uh, at the stadium this season for them. They ended up in 14th position. Necaxa actually ended up in 10th. So uh, I see more of the same for both of these clubs. Same, 
same uh, I think Masatlan just they're just new there's a new kids on the block um, they seem to have spent all their money on the stadium very nice stadium <laughs> they have there the Kraken but that that's <laughs> that's yeah that's they're still paying that stadium bill man and so they end up with boy which I, I don't think he's a bad coach man I, I know a lot of people hate him but I don't think he's a bad coach but I mean their squad, you know, it's just it's just lacking. Uh, they, they, you know, one of the weakest squads there, and and then with Nekaxa, I, I just I don't know, man. They sell it's, their players. That's the problem with Nekaxa. Yeah, they they don't keep them long enough, and did they move back? Do you know? Because I know they were in Ascal. Are they still in Aguascalientes? No, it's Atlante that's moving yeah. back. No, Nekaxa still in uh, Aguascalientes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So uh, let's see, let's see what happens with, with the with the Hidro Rayos. Saturday, things will kick off at last 3 p.m. against Rayados. Again, we were talking about Aguirre, first match back in Mexico. This is a layup, in my opinion, uh, against Atlas, the running joke of, of Liga Mekis. Ended up in 16th position last season. So, uh... I think I think Rayados will have a pretty easy game, even though they're on the road. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, El Vasco's will come back. So and I know everyone's gonna be paying attention. Yeah, I I, I have uh, high hopes for Monterrey. I expect them to have a big season, especially in the matter of how they were eliminated, you know what I mean? They went from being in the top four, ended up falling out of the top four, and then getting eliminated by Puebla. So, I mean, it's it's a very, very sour, you know, taste, very bitter taste in there. So they, I think they're going to come back this season stronger and harder. And right now they have no excuse because, you know, they had the highest paid coach in the league. So, I think there's a lot of pressure on Monterrey, a lot of high expectations for them to finish in the top four. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can turn that locker room around and and if they can perform. Yeah, I, I think they can. Um, I just, I'm not expecting it to be right away. It could go, it could, it could but I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, because the quality is there, man, top to bottom. Oh, yeah. So I think uh, I, I, they should be in the big picture at the end of the season. After that, probably the game of the week, Tigres versus Leon. So this is going to be a very good, very good matchup. It's a shame that we're getting it so early in the season. But uh, yeah, Tigres, Leon. Uh, how do you feel about Leon? Do you think they're going to do the, the back-to-back titles like they did the last time they won it. Oh man! Well, yeah, man, big, big, and you know what? We've we've praised Nacho here. We've been praising him. I don't think he deserves as much. Again, to go with my with my earlier rant on Mexican coaches not getting much love. I, I dude, he's been on it for a while, so I do definitely think they should be contenders, man. Yeah, you know, top four again. Uh, maybe the only thing. Hurting them is that uh, it's it's a bit old squad, you know. Got a couple players 
over there that are just veteranos. And there's this interesting stat that it's like, I think it's 60% of the teams that make the final do not qualify to Liguilla. Oh, wow. At least one of the teams that make the final doesn't qualify. I believe it's that. 60, so it's like a... So it's like a 60% chance that you're not going to... And that happened to Chivas when they won under Matias Almeida. I remember people saying, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to be they're gonna be again. And then I remember paying attention on preseason, and I started tweeting. I'm like, no, nope, <laughs> don't, don't be lucky to qualify. I said, don't be lucky to qualify, man. Everyone's already putting them as, as contenders. And I'm like, you know, we started seeing some injuries. Not so fast, Junior, not so fast. Yeah, and but I don't I don't know I don't know with these with these two teams, who knows? Because even though sixty seems a lot, uh, it happens some of the times. Not, you know, these teams seem pretty. Um, yeah, Leon. They, they seem to know what's up. Leon's they been to know what's up as a, Leon's been the most consistent team I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but but I still think uh, you know that's that. Stat aside, I, I I see them, I see them again being one of the stronger teams uh, that are going to challenge. It's going to be a great matchup. Tigres will be at home, and uh, you know these teams both won silverware, the Conca Champions, and then the league. So it's a really good way to enjoy your Saturday evening. Now we go into America Atlético San Luis. Couldn't have been an easier matchup for America. Atletico San Luis, man, they are just not a team that should be in the first division. Ended up in last place with 11 points last season. And America obviously got uh, eliminated by Chivas, so they have a lot of they have a big chip on their shoulder. But uh, what do you what do you think about this? What do you, what do you think about America? What do you think about their chances this season and uh, the expectations of that club? Ah, uh, well, I've been talking about it for a while because I was hating on them. Uh I mean, I was hate. I was like, at the player's <laughs> hater ball, man. Hate, hate, hate. They just, and, you know, but, but, uh, it, you know, in the pot, I, obviously, man, I will give them, I will give them high praises, but as a Chivista, I was hating. Yeah. In the pot, I would, it, it, you just had to, man. And you saw what, with how the team, they were always, they were always challenging for, for, you know, they were always fighting, they were always winning a campeonato or fighting for it, finishing in the top spots. Um, I think last season they were the highest scoring team. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but you know, it's it's um, just just and then you were seeing how they were working the cantera. Yeah. All these great players coming out, and then America. I don't know, man. It's it's like I, I just don't know because because they get rid of they get rid of the tena who was in charge of the youth to bring in. Some Spaniards from Villarreal, and then they had gotten rid of uh, Pelaez. You know, he well he quit because just too much. There was just too much interference, and and then to me I was like, you had um, Piojo just working his magic, you know, doing stuff because he, he didn't want Gio. He he had to. They threw Gio at him. Who was a dude, uh, and and you know I have to wonder. <laughs> Probably he's the one that can get something out of trophies, man. Uh, anyways, 
Piojo? Yeah. <laughs> he, could. he probably could, actually. Uh, but So, but, but I mean, they just kept, kept, and if you see America, like, like, just throughout some of the last seasons with, I know a lot of the fans, uh, you know, they complain a lot, but if you saw, like, the circumstances, this dude, man, he did a lot with less, and so now, I, I think finally, I'm going to get my chance to see what, what they're able to do now, because a lot of these people that were, they were making things happen are gone. They're just, they're not there, you know, from the cantera to the directivo to the coach. And it's like a whole new, almost, you know, a whole new like management team right there. They just have a uh, Santiago Baños, Mr. Bathroom there, <laughs> kind of running the stuff. But I mean, this dude, he was like an assistant. He, you know, it, it surprised me because Baños was like the guy that would bring Piojo's coffee, you know, set up set up the orange cones and, and you know, be his Uber Eats. And then he ends up being like his boss at America. I was like, how, how, how did that happen, you know? How how did that happen? How, how do you go from being Piojo's assistant to to pretty much you're above him? Um, but so, so I mean, let's see, man. He's he's like the only one left, and from the group we mentioned, uh, the least capable. You know, if if you have to compare like uh, careers and whatnot. So, I, I I do think that it's gonna it's gonna hit them. You know, the reality is gonna smack him across the face. Yeah, that's what I've and been so saying. I expect America. I expect America to struggle. <clears throat> I I hope they struggle because they need to appreciate what they had with Piojo. You know, I know that he's a controversial figure. You know, he's he's a very, um, you know, he he has his short temper. And but at the end of the day, man, this guy brought he he brought them numbers. He he was consistent. And uh, I expect to see some growing pains with Solari. I don't think it's going to click at you know, immediately. I do, I do think that they have a pretty a- easy layup with, you know, playing against Atletico San Luis. Um, and I, I do think America will still find a way to get into Liga. I mean, there's 12 spots, but I, I do think that they will be on a downworld, down, downward uh, trajectory for a little bit. It's going to take a while for them to, to make things happen. Um, yeah. And anyone as a Chivista, I hope it takes, a while longer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Take all your time, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Sunday, we have three matches, or two matches, sorry. Toluca, Querétaro. Uh, Querétaro was second to last place, and you could see that, you know, they definitely, it's a completely different team after they they sold, is it, they, they, they sold the, because it was Caliente, right? They were part of the Caliente group. I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know if they're just under new management now, and and it's evident because they they're not the same team that that we knew before. Uh, and which which team is this? Querétaro, uh, Gallos. Oh yeah, I can. I don't. Yeah, man, this team changed hands so many times. Um. Yeah, it's Caliente. So you're saying if Caliente sold them because they had just bought them. 
And then there was talk they were going to sell the franchise to bring, I don't know if it was Atlante or some other team back. So who knows right there. They sold them, yeah. They might just let it crash again. Yeah, they sold the group. That's why Marcel Reese and a lot of players from Gallos went to uh, Tijuana. Oh, yeah, same ownership. Yeah, I guess the new new uh, group of investors is Gabriel Solares, Greg Taylor, and Manuel Velarde, whoever that is. Yeah, and so, so Greg Taylor is, is one of the big, big player agents, big promoters. So a lot of times when they buy the club, they don't really like own the club the way we think. Like, oh, you own the club, so you own training ground, you own players. The stadium. The stadium and what? Nope, nope. You just you just own the naming rights. You just mm. not even the naming rights. You just own like the 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 first division pass, you know, the golden ticket that says it's a first division team, and that's what they use to when they do the whole, you know, switch up when they when they switch teams like the way was it Juarez bought out Lobos Buap. Well, yeah. One of these, one of these teams, they just bought their way up. That's kind of how they do it, you know. They just buy the, they just buy the rights. Yeah, it was All pretty right. bad for a while. A team would get demoted, and then they would just buy the team, and then switch the names. And yeah, yeah, that's how Chi- just... that's how Chiapas got, you know, dissolved. Chapas was though hella broke though. Yeah, they were they couldn't afford, they couldn't afford, and you know, they couldn't afford to pay anyone. It was just sad. Uh, they just owed money and stuff. They had like the the, the yellow envelope coming with the, <laughs> the last chance payment. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. It was like like Veracruz. Though Veracruz should have never been allowed to stay. That was weird. That was one of the weirdest things I've saw where. Well, you know they they should have been relegated, and then they allowed him to stay. Yeah, it was it was bad. Santos and Cruz Azul on Sunday. You kind of always sleep on Santos, but they, you know, they they managed to stay somewhat in the mid table. Uh, they finished just below Chivas last season in the eighth position, and they have. Check it out, man. They got a new player. He's kind of dangerous. He killed uh he killed a um a wedding couple. His name's Joao Malek. <laughs> Wait, he's not with Santos though. No? No, no. They he's with him a... to a team. Whoa, wait, is he they playing him to a team that's owned by, by Grupo Orlegi? So Grupo Orlegi. No, he's Santos on Santos, bro. Isn't he on Santos? No. Or, oh. No. Um. Hold on. Oh, he's on a loan. Uh, Depet. What? Depetalian. There you go. Ah. Oh, okay. 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 Never mind then. <laughs> but I mean, he still belongs to them. Yeah, he still belongs to hoping, them. They're hoping he will, you know, reach get back to his old. Ah, uh, he'll be. He'll be. Back and killing it in no time. Oh, too soon, too soon, honey, man. Too soon, man. 
very tragic. It is sad. Um, who knows, man? It's he did his hard. time. Like, like that, that, I know, but that could mess with you. You know, like it sticks in your head. It's like, not like you ran over a puppy or anything like that. This dude killed a just newlywed couple. Yeah. So, I mean, just knowing that you ended two lives, dude. And you're really, really uh, young. Who, Yeah, man. Who knows how it's going to affect, you know? It's, it's really hard. So who knows, man? The other thing is, like, he was just being stupid, you know? It's not like he... He's only 21. He was malicious. Yeah, He's, he was just drunk driving. He's just he being was 19. Idiot. It's not like he... When he killed them. Young. Yeah, man. Shit. Shit, man. I'm in the fence with that, man. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go. <clears throat> you know, part of me is like, like, man, you got to feel for the family. And the other part is like, this dude, that just wasn't his intention, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a tragedy. Uh, but yeah, Santos. Santos will host Cruz Azul. And... Uh, Obviously, with Cruz Azul, it's just like the the ongoing joke with Cruz Azul. You know, they always get so close, and then they, they somehow manage to screw things up. Now that they decided to go kind of in house with their new coach, how do you feel about Cruz Azul's chances this season? Is this the is, esta es la buena or what do you? <laughs> oh man! Um, man, you know what? For the past two temporadas, they were my they were my gallos, man. I I had them. Yeah. I saw I saw the squad, and I had high hopes for the coach, uh, you know, and Tiboldi, and and it just it didn't happen, man. And so I don't know, man. It's it's it is a good coach, and it's still a good squad, but I don't know if I could I could I could keep <laughs> I I could keep the crown on them. You know, they dropped it. I'm not going to be like, hey, you dropped it. I'm a, I'm a, I don't, I can't, I just can't. But I do, I don't know, man. There's too much stuff going on over there. And it's hard for me to know, you know, just exactly how much, how deep that this mother runs, you know. Because um, let's, let's remember there was the whole, the whole accusations of, of selling out. Yeah, and um, and if that yeah, did are, happen, those are heavy, dude. That's gonna it's gonna take a while to clean that locker room up, you know. And yeah. so, so who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? And then that could hurt. That could hurt. What um, that could hurt Reynoso, man. That just got there and he's, <laughs> he's going in there to, to a toxic ass locker room. He's like, whoa, whoa, now whoa, whoa, whoa! Gonna... Y'all didn't tell me about this. Hold on. No, I'm sure he knew, you know, I'm sure he knew from the stuff. And I mean, I, I, at this point, I'm supposing, I'm supposing that, that there's, you know, there's some truth to what was said. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to know what, what's going on there. Those were some heavy accusations and uh, yeah, you know, it didn't sit well with a lot of people. So. Oh man, but it's, it's been rumored for a long time. Uh, and I know there's a lot of Cruz Azul fans that even, that 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 team has a lot of times dropped the L on purpose, you know, because they make more money losing 
than than winning. And it's some hella corrupt owners because you know they're being one of them's being what Interpol is like looking yeah. for them. Billy Alvarez, you know, dude's hiding in uh, in the Hong Kong somewhere. He's, they can't find him. But I mean, I mean, dude, if you're being chased by Interpol and and there's just so much, dude, 103 players in 10 years. You know, at this point, they're not bringing players to improve the squad. It's a lot of money laundering. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, e- even the way they lost with that five goals. What was it, a five goal? It was uh, four goals. Four four goals. I mean, but then to assume that they weren't going to score one, given that they were one of the top three teams with the most score goal scored, it was just insane. Yeah. So I bet if you, if you were to have bet on that match on – against oh man you, know, you would have made a lot of money yeah dude you would have man and and so i think that's why a part of me and and just knowing how hella corrupt league mx is yeah. i man i i just i do think there's some truth to what what's his face was saying on spicy soccer man spicy soccer um, <laughs> what is that food name uh gets hated on a lot but he's He's covered a lot of breaking stories. Mm. Um, but that guy, but yeah, man. I, so who knows, man? I, I That would suck for Juan Reynoso to, to come into a really broken locker room. But let's let's see what happens. Mm. But but no, I, I don't, I'm, they're no longer my favorites. <laughs> I, don't, so, I, don't have, I don't have favorites right now. You don't have favorites? Yeah, right now it's, I think for me... You, it, Leon will for sure be a contender. I, I expect more of the same. Uh, after that, I would probably go with my gut says uh, Tigres. Uh, especially if um, Luca Ferretti is still there. I think they had a really good moral victory, not just a you know victory for, for getting that international title they've been always wanting. I think uh, Tigres Leon are favorites, and then from there, you know, Monterrey, and uh, I got to go with Chivas. I think they're going to have a really good season, consistent season. And then from there, who knows, man? It, this this is a very cruel league. You can go from zero to hero, or the, vice versa. You can go from a hero to zero very quickly. Um, the the leash is very very short. There's there's zero tolerance. There's no tolerance when it comes to a poor run. If you start off the season with a few a few losses, they can already start sharpening the knife and start chopping your head off pretty soon. So I, I would not be surprised if you know teams that we expect to do well end up not doing anything at all. So it's just it's just that's just the nature of the beast when it comes to Mexico. Yeah, no, I agree. Um... I agree, man. Uh, the final game of the Guardianes 2021 will be on a Monday. Pachuca will host Juarez. Uh, Pachuca, another one of those, you know, mid-range clubs. Uh, every now and then they have a good run. They ha- they used to have really good, you know, players from the academy. Uh, but lately they really haven't produced much. And then Juarez, uh, just shy of qualifying for Liguilla, they ended up in 13th position. Um 
But, you know, they're doing better than the other newly promoted teams. So I, I expect Juarez to be another one of those bottom feeder teams this season. And uh, for Pachuca, who knows? Maybe they can turn it on this season. Who knows? Yeah, same, same with Pachuca. There's a team that they're always working for that goal, and they can be hit and miss with with the extranjeros they bring. And of course, they always had a pretty good, a pretty good, um, you know, cantera system. And the the fact of the matter is, unfortunately, this was not a very big off season for a lot of these clubs, there really weren't too many big names thrown around or, you know, there weren't any big transfers that we can actually like call out and say, Oh wow. You know, this is so, I mean, I kind of feel like this was kind of like a underwhelming off season for a lot of clubs, you know, just after like some of the coaches got announced besides that, I mean, there really hasn't been much player movement. So um, it's really hard to, you know, give predictions or, have a good we're, we're we're usually pretty good at predicting things <laughs> but this season is <laughs> is 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 kind of like up in the air it's really whoever wants it the most and i think just based off of last year's results and and uh run of form i for me leon i would not be surprised if they go for little back-to-back titles man i i think they have the the squad to do it the coach to do it yeah, it's it's gonna yeah, it's a tough call, man. I mean it's always been with Liga MX because of Liguilla. Um so and now that, that you have the whole twelve team qualifying and you have the whole COVID stuff. Yeah. It's even more difficult, man, because That's true. We saw how sometimes teams will have an outbreak and all of a sudden all these players can't play or the coach. Or, yes, it's just, it's like shoots and ladders, man. <laughs> You're playing shoots and ladders. Yeah, that is something that I forgot to factor in, you know, the COVID. It's still something that's, you know, it's still happening. Like, I know the Premier League right now is struggling with that right now. And, uh, yeah, I would not, I would not yeah. be surprised if, you know, halfway through the season, all of a sudden you got a team that was doing really well, players get infected, and then all of a sudden they fall off. So it's, there's a lot of, lot of uncertainty in this season, but we're going to be definitely here to cover it for everybody. And, and we'll be updating you guys weekly as this season rolls out. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts before we end this one? Well, uh, no, man. No, no closing thoughts on, on on tonight's episode. Just uh, not on the league. Just uh, glad to to be back with the Cantina, our first podcast of twenty twenty one. So you know, just looking forward to another great season. Uh, it's one thing about Liga MX is never boring. It could have boring games, but. Uh, when we look at the season, top to bottom, there's always some desmadre going on. There's always something to keep us entertained. Uh, and just, you know, uh, grateful for the, you know, for the listeners. And, uh, you know, glad glad to have you with us. 
just for this this next uh, temporada. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited to kick off the 2021 podcast, you know, and our listeners every week coming in and, and listening to us. We appreciate you guys subscribe to us and uh, also reach out. You know, we have a voicemail system. You can, you can leave us a voicemail on our, our landing page on anchor. And uh, we're always really excited to interact with, with our listeners and, you know, if there's something that you want to say or some predictions or something on your mind about the league, call it out. You know, we're, we're more than happy to listen uh, to you guys. And, uh, you know, we strive to do some good stuff. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Thank you guys for, for listening. And uh, make sure to watch watch the games this weekend. They should be good.